0: Sado Коу Radio
1: Radio. Радио Радио
2: Сахиль radio Субас
0: Ти радио бас гитаре.
3: Бас Радио Катилу what the fuck is up y'all? Third Coast Space Radio Season 2 episode 12. It's your boys, Metaphysic. And this is Kid Luna. And we came here today with irreversible and high five. They came here to get really fucking weird. So you already know the name. Let's jump to it. <laughs>
1: we <sharp inhale>
0: It's nice. Um, that mix I listened to earlier, man, it was insane, dude. Uh, love your sound design, bro. Um, really? <laughs> the the SpongeBob part fucking cracked me up, dude. <laughs> you know, that, that shit, cause I I really love like fucking around with acapellas and shit. So that one was like that
1: took me like a good two hours to get that in line and like kind of
2: on time with the beat. Oh, excuse me, on time with the beat. So that was like.
0: That was fun. i yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, that it was, it was awesome. Um, you know, we'll get started. Uh, so go ahead and tell me about yourself, man. Who's Seth? Let's see,
2: I'm Seth. I grew up, or I was born in Chicago. Lived there for a little bit. Uh, moved to Indiana like for, like, middle school, like, high school and stuff. And then, uh, let's see, lived in Texas for a little bit. Um actually came back to indiana and then actually just came back from oregon for a year so i've been kind of all over the place uh,
1: nice
2: i mean i just like to make music
0: you know do what i got to do to survive um, in the meantime you know nice nice um so where are you at right now uh currently i live in Terre Haute, indiana uh, nice I'm moving to Indy nice nice man um so, do you have any uh, musical background other than just, like, production? Do you play any live instruments or anything like that? Um,
2: I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a drummer, but I know that I could keep a, keep a steady, decent beat to where, like, if a band wanted to play around me, I could keep that going.
1: Yeah. Here and there, I played guitar. Not really, like, I don't really know chords and stuff, but, I mean, like, I do
2: i do like
0: to mess around with instruments but i wouldn't really necessarily say that i can play them just so i don't get called out yeah you <laughs> need dude, i'm rubbish Good. um so what brought you into music man like production like what got so you into for, the, the game yeah i've
2: always like i feel like a lot like most producers i've had a love for music in general ever since i was a kid so it was just like, I've always wanted to be in, like, some kind of band or something. That's why I did drums and tried to do guitar. You know, I was like a, I used to love, like, metal. I mean, I still
1: do listen to heavy metal and stuff like that. So, like, I wanted yeah. to be, like, the screamer of the band and shit. So, like, I've
2: always wanted to do that. And, like, I realized after a while that it's not that easy to get four other people on
0: the same boat as you. Even though it makes something similar that you have in your head. Yeah, of course. It's just like... Right, so I just found that I've
2: always had this thing for DJing. I always thought I was gonna be like growing up scratching and stuff like that, so like I kinda had a feel for that, but then I realized that like what I would wanna do with the DJing I would have to become a producer. So it kinda it just pushed me to figure out which DAW I needed to use and, and you know, stuff and I just got curious over time. usually gotcha. just kinda so yeah, just kinda self taught. Did a little did a little bit of schooling for audio engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was kind of just me being curious and just like, what can I do? What's in my head that I could get out on, on the, onto the on paper or you know, like a doll,
0: you know? Yeah, you know, f- yeah, for sure. Art. Yeah. Uh, were you, were, were you a DJ first or producer? It doesn't really matter. I'm just curious. Right. No, you're good. I, uh, I technically was a DJ first
2: because I got, I remember I got Ableton I tried I tried FL first, couldn't figure it out even with tutorials. I'm like, all right, F it, let me try Ableton. And then I opened up Ableton. I'm like, man, I don't even know where to start even with tutorials. So I kind of just put Ableton to the side for like six months, and then just like really learned how to DJ. Um, I yeah. started off a tractor. So like technically I'm a D the DJ first, but just soon after I was producing. So like as soon as I like
0: got the courage to even try something, I'm like, all right. What would you like for me to call you, Seth? High five? I like both names. Uh, it's... Honestly, I prefer,
2: honestly, I like Seth. It's yeah, people call me high five. I know I got to kind of get
1: used to it,
0: but <laughs> yeah <laughs> just my, real, my real name's cool. <laughs> got you, got you. Um, man, let's talk about your mindset Uh, when it comes to your production. um, You know, when you're standard an empty doll, man, like, you know, how, do, how does uh, the inspiration come, you know?
2: I would say probably about 80 to 90% of the time it's drums the kick and snare the hi-hat get the blow going um, but every once in a while if it's like ah, I kind of want to sound it maybe I could try and figure out how to make this bass or I found this cool sample that I kind of want to just
0: rewarp and make it my own I'll do that too but most of the time it's I like to find my groove with the drums first yeah same there, same you know um what what doll do you use, man? Uh actually. Ableton yeah, Ableton Live. I still have tight right now. Yeah. <laughs> sadly. Sadly, I want I want 10 so bad, but I just can't right now. I gotta eat. Yeah, I, f- <laughs> okay. I feel you. Dude, there's been so much music that's came out, like with people using Ableton nine, like, you know, it's probably just gonna make yeah. like, ease of access, if anything
2: right yeah like it's, it's perfect for me right now like I, yeah there's a couple different things in, in Ableton that I would love to have that would make my workflow a little bit easier but
0: it's not really that big of a deal like some audio effects that I would love to use like I think Echo Yeah. Stuff that I would love to use on there but other than that I'm, I'm chill with my simple delay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i cool. yeah I love delay cool. Um. why why did you choose uh, Ableton man Um. it's just
2: I just, like, from trying FL, like, I did it for, like, maybe, like, a couple weeks. I probably, if I would have went longer, I probably would have been still using FL, but there are just so many different, like, tabs and windows, and I just couldn't find from, like, when I needed it, and then when I got to Ableton, it was like, oh, everything's right here to the left, and I could really see, oh, here's audio effect, here's this.
0: Yeah, had like, a, know, the UI things. is pretty, pretty, pretty easy to navigate exactly so i was like i'm sure i was probably missing something and if i just would have found the right tutorial video i probably would have been still
2: an fl but it, yeah it was just like it was just so much easier just to learn ableton and the workflow i, I figured that out and man like maybe like to figure out the DOF, it took me like a good year and then yeah
0: after that it was just like it was just I was like, okay i kind i think i know what i'm doing i kind of have a good idea what route I want to go and stuff. Got you, got you. For you, man, in your own personal opinion, does the doll make the beat, or, you know, is it the producer? I mean, of course it's the producer, but do you think it's the doll that makes the big difference when it comes to, like, quality control? I
1: think think
2: it's always going to be the producer no matter what it is. If the producer has an idea and they kind of yeah, has an idea with the, either the song or even just what they're doing with music in general i feel like something good will come out of it um i don't i don't think if like like i said if i if i had a little bit more time with FL, so i'm sure i could probably whip
1: something up i don't think it would be my greatest work but yeah i still think i could i could yeah i could have like just like a rough draft in fl but it could still be something It's just like as long as you're putting in the work and
2: you're sitting there and making sure everything is how you want it to sound then
0: then I think it'll be it'll come out a great song yeah yeah that workflow does make a big difference yeah Um, it does so knowing that you use Ableton um you you a hardware fan you got any uh hardware at all
2: I don't I actually was
0: when I was like a
2: little bit younger and naive I thought it was I didn't not necessarily cool but I just thought it was like hardware was just something that I could get later on in life. Like it was something I didn't really need. Yeah. Um but, but like I still don't have any hardware just because I don't I just don't have the cash for it right now. But now that yeah. I'm being older and kinda like, you know, messing with sound and everybody understanding what some of these VSPs or these plugins are doing, mm-hmm. now it's like okay, now I feel like it would be way more fun to have some outboard gear and Attaching some cables, some PC cables, and just you know, you know, just actually have some fun with it. Um, but yeah, as of right now, I don't
1: have any hardware beer. I do
2: want some. Yeah. I'm trying to get that no coast, that make noise, no
1: coast.
0: <laughs> no yeah, noise. dude. Yeah, I had to. I had to cut back a bit, man. On um, I was getting into like just buying like uh, I'm big into drum machines, just like, Sick. like man. Um, speaking of VSTs though, man, what's you got a favorite VST? Um hmm.
1: I'm trying to say, not necessarily. I kinda just bounce around with
2: whatever I'm feeling. Like usually I guess my like go to would be massive just because I use my sub is just I just have a, a set. Uh, pre-set for my sub that I'll just pull up and then just fuck around with. So yeah. I, guess I, could say mass- I could say Massive, but it's definitely not the one I'm like, well, if, if
1: it's I'm like me, the ask, go-to. I the one I'm going no. to. Yeah, I
0: guess yeah. it is the go-to because I'm using my sub for that. So, yeah, I guess I would say Massive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, man. I'm not fancy or anything. No plant phase, no serum. I do have Massive there. I have. Oh, you do yeah, have... S- I have Serum. I do
2: have serum, but it's just, like, it's there if I'm just trying to... something new or a tutorial that I find. It's like, oh, that
0: sounds cool. I'm glad I have serum to try it out. Gotcha, gotcha. Man, let's get into the philosophy of the producer, man. Why do you make music? Who's, like, an influence to you? Yeah. Hmm, let's see. I mean, like, uh,
2: like I was saying before, I've always just wanted to be in a band. In some way, I always thought that that lifestyle and just being able to just play for people who you know just love your music I yeah. thought that was cool that was just always you know and I just love music and the fact that I can create something um well I do it honestly and other than like you know if I'm
0: feeling pissed off or sad or even shit happy yeah you know, I always go to Ableton and get that energy out <laughs> yeah, that's who you I've know, been to. <laughs> right, right. And then maybe, some, maybe something cool will come out of it or maybe I'm uh, just, you know, not sad anymore. Yeah. A cool song or I scratch it and go in, in the end,
2: but um, I just
0: do it because it's fun. I mean, it just, it's, yeah. it's literally just... S- a, a same fun same here, yeah. Um, Man, let's talk about some of the tracks you had in that mix, bro, because that was pretty insane, dude. I was not absolutely expecting that, not man. Right. Um, <laughs> I I seen the, I saw some of the track lists that you had on there. You got a few unreleased tracks on there. Um, yep. I also saw another name. I don't have the page pulled up, man. I have the worst memory. Uh, but you oh, wanna you wanna uh, <laughs> you wanna you wanna talk uh, about like, that mix, man?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to see. Here we go. Um, Yeah, a lot of
1: those tracks. Most of those tracks are all the tracks have me in it. Yeah. Portion of them
2: is just me by myself. I do have some collabs in there. Um, the unreleased one should be coming out soon. I know that second track that I have on there that doesn't check. That one's coming out here. I think actually this month. Um, I would have to check my calendar. I don't have it on me right now, but um that one should be coming out pretty soon
0: Uh, but these other IDs unreleased
2: ones towards the bottom
0: and middle those guys are kind of new yeah so those won't be coming out those won't be coming out anytime soon but a couple of those on there are definitely going to be which I'm super excited for no yeah yeah no problem dude um yeah like I said man I enjoyed it dude it was awesome um appreciate that a lot um just uh, moving forward, man. Uh, dude, uh, is there anything you want to plug? You know, you got some social media. Is there anything like that you fuck uh, with? Uh,
2: shoot, man, I would just say, if anything, if uh, people are bored, check out the Frequency family on Instagram and Twitter. Um, those are my homies right now, like some of my closest friends in the world. No. Um, we just created a collective of just producers so we're just trying to get that out there. Um, Shoot, if you guys have time, check out my new EP that just came out.
0: Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of a couple of songs are in the mix. What's the uh, title couple, of it? Of, I think I, I, th- I just called it EP 1. Yeah. EP period 1, I make mean, it look like episode 1. Got gotcha. you. Um, but it is my first EP, so I have, fuck uh, this kind of looks cool to me, so I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um man, uh do you have anybody uh to plug? Would you like for them to come on a show, man? You got some homies that you feel that could benefit, you know, from Third Coast Base Radio? Honestly, yeah. Um, it's you know, crazy too. My buddy, if you guys remember, uh, Nick P <laughs> Yeah, fucking Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a I, homie. I remember I was I was walking home from work and he was like, Check out this podcast I was uh, like, All right, sick
2: this is when i was in oregon yeah I was like damn this is this is so dope So i just remember just like working with him when he you know just didn't really know too much was yeah like with this like ableton and djing but man that guy he fucking like, <laughs> with, with, you know, like, it was like one week he was like how do i create a mini track and then the next week he's like if you you know, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's he's been doing he's be like been doing work, man. It was it was funny recording um that yeah. episode. It was like one of our early earliest episodes in like season one uh, and um uh, we were all at Brashad's place, man, and just like pizza and baked and it was just like, What the hell are we doing? <laughs> but Nick just came with a fucking arsenal of just like unreleased tracks, you know. Dude, he's, uh he's a monster. It's great, it's, it's cool. Uh, I feel cool honor to call my friend it's fucking crazy but um i got some like homies from like the frequency family i would say like, yeah put them smiles. on dude um smiles
2: mr wizard slow boy vital frequency uh my buddy van Zant who's actually on that second track uh, that's gonna be released coming out this month he would be a dope interview um
0: there's a lot of guys in the indie scene that. You know, if I could just use some love to where I'm at right now. Yeah, oh, dude, that's that's what we're all about, man. Yeah, they, yeah, that would be, that would be awesome, honestly, getting any of those guys on. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure to reach out to him, dude. Absolutely, I could send you some, their, their usernames or. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, just, um, one more question here, man. Uh. If any advice for yourself, uh, 10 years ago versus now, uh, what would you give yourself? Hmm. I would just say I'm almost at 10 years of producing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come back.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would say, shit, uh, for me, I would just tell myself just, uh, don't be as lazy as you were as a kid. <laughs> you know, put some tap in your steps get to work am not saying go straight to work but you know say have, a, have an idea have a goal try not to just just lay around and be do
0: nothing you
2: know yeah try and get up, go for a walk if you have to you know like I was just so lazy when I was younger <laughs> like it was just bad like I you know I feel like I could have been progressed in different ways in my life
0: yeah um, a little bit quicker if I would have worked a little bit harder but
2: I see that
0: now and now I'm working harder to achieve my goals that I'm You gotta make working. up that time, dude. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um man, I actually a lot, dude. I have one more question, dude. If you have any advice for any upcoming producers or just like producers in general, um, you know, it's kind of a weird question. It was weird for me to answer this question, but if you have any advice, you know, um mm-hmm. we're all ears. Mm. Yeah, I would say first things first,
1: put in that work. I know I I I should be listening to myself right
2: now. I should just hope, hope I should had Ableton open this morning and even fucking around some shit. But even if you can, do a couple hours in the in Ableton or FL. Doesn't matter which dog you use, it'll get the job done. Um, keep working hard. Um, shit like even the music that I. Now people are starting to like my stuff. Like people around me, even like
1: just two, three years ago, people are like, Uh, this song's not going to work. It doesn't sound right. <laughs>
2: like, and like they're saying that like it's a diss. And I'm thinking like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Sick. But then no one wants to listen to it because it's weird. And I get it.
0: You can find your niche, but like, don't give up. That's, that is, like if that's what you want, no matter what it is, producing anything, don't give up. That's probably the number one thing. Yeah, you got to keep at it. Keep trucking. Um, man, do you have any last words of peace before we get out of here? Shit, yeah. nothing too crazy, but just thank you for having me. This was, this was dope. This was so cool. Oh, dude. I, I feel honored to be on this, man.
3: Seriously. Yeah, man.
0: I'm glad we got you on, dude. Um, I mean, I guess we're gonna wrap it up here. Uh, this is uh Seth. High five. Make sure you guys go check him out on yeah. all the um social medias, man. There's a lot. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, go blow them up. Everybody go follow them right now. Um, Yeah, I'm out. Uh, This was Corey, Kid Luna. uh, And you guys have a safe one.
3: was absolutely gorgeous. Yo, so we got Robert on the line, a.k.a. Irreversible. Say hi to the people, Robert. Hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> Yo, so that shit was super sexy. So let's just get right into it. Um, who's Robert? What's your background? What's your story? Where are you from? You know, who are you?
2: Yeah, so I like, been grew up in uh, Dallas or sort of Arlington, really, but... You know, did the actual growing in Dallas? I think <laughs> started coming out to all the uh, shows out here. But uh, you know, just been making music kind of all my life, and it's uh, currently currently doing this kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, this Universal project's been. Uh, it started like you know, I started going to like after hours parties with like Proton and stuff, and always was really into trance music too uh, in high school. So. I kind of fused those worlds together. Uh, sort of a late-night vibe, sort of hypnotic space kind of was what I'm going for with this project, so. Nice. I
3: started around,
2: like, 2016 or something, and it's uh, been developing. It's been, a, it's been an interesting place
3: now, so. So did you start off, like, um, like with instruments, or did you just hop, like, immediately into the DAW? Like, what's your like your musical background?
2: Oh, yeah. So, like... Uh, in high school, elementary school, I was in orchestra, played bass, nice.
1: uh, I played
2: a bit of bass guitar, too. Um, I got kind of tired of that and wanted to branch out into dance music, so, so I was, in touch what I was listening to by that point. So, uh, I think you know, I got into, like, the first thing that got me into dance music was, uh, remember those Six Flags ads that had that one Bangalore song and that old man dancing around? Like, I was, like... 12 or 13 and I was like this is interesting I'm gonna look
3: this up you know nice (laughs) that's fucking hilarious
2: uh yeah and obviously just like found Gap Punk from there and that was like oh okay so this can be a thing that you do cool I'm gonna do that now (laughs) you know yeah so like a live 07 I'm like okay yeah that's that's a thing to do I'm 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 gonna do that now you know (laughs)
3: So but, uh, what inspired, like, because um, you said um, this is just one of your um, aliases, Irreversible. Yeah. Um, what other aliases, you know, did you have and what inspired you to, like, take on this one exactly?
2: Oh, man, at first, uh, I just had, like, this diverse music taste. I tried to, like, narrow it down and, like, categorize everything. I had, like, 30 aliases at one point <laughs> for projects that didn't have any. I wasn't producing anything. They were just, like, theoretically... I could make something under this name, you know? Right. Irreversible was one of those, like, on that list of names. It was a random name sitting around. I'm like, that's, it was named after the, It was a, a director, Gaspar No, had a uh, film called Irreversible. Thomas Bangalter did the soundtrack for it. Um, a really weird experimental movie and kind of disorienting, but, you know, it's a cool, cool name, so I kept it. Um, but yeah, the, uh, what was the question again? I just lost my train of thought,
3: sorry. No, basically, it was just like, you know, where did where did your moniker come from and what inspired that, you know, moniker to, you know, come to fruition, basically?
2: Yeah. So, like, yeah, so, you know, going to all these, like, after-hours and late-night sessions, we've got um, Everything's Progressive House, and I was, like, following that music. I'm like, there's all sorts of, there's like new sounds and progressive happening all the time. It's always like changing slightly. And mm-hmm. like, uh, after I was getting into it, there was a period where it was a lot trancier, where it was like a more, uh, more like J tech and then Juna kind of sound. And then like, and Juna deep completely changed. Like they were doing like, um, sort of more trancey electro focused things. And yeah. Then they sort of turned into like deep house. Yeah. And that's, uh, and then, like, now there's a lot of, like, afro and trippy techno sounds coming through and progressive. So, like, that sound's always changing. I, a, I just wanted to just kind of, like, focus on that for a while. Mm-hmm. Did some mixes, and I'm like, hey, I could produce this, so.
3: Fuck yes. <laughs> or,
2: yeah, I could try, at least.
3: So let's get into that mix. Um, it was yeah. fucking gorgeous. Um, like, let's get into your tracks if you want to just go ahead and talk about them, actually. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking at uh, your track list. It looks like you got seven tracks here. Um, some of them are unsigned, some of them are self-released, and some of them are on labels. So let's talk about them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I first started, I think the first thing I produced under the alias was uh, Lost in Translation. That one, what was that, like the third track in the mix? Yeah. Um. So, like, I had been making house before, but I was kind of tired of house or I kind of got burnt out on it. So uh, this alias was sort of like a place to separate, like to do house stuff here, melodic house things in this project, and then whatever else under other things. Um, So like Boston Translation was sort of the the, uh, transition point from doing more funky deep house stuff into some more melodic stuff that one kind of a bit more upbeat a bit more uh tech housey than some of the stuff i've been doing recently um that's kind of where that title came from too it's just like a uh, transitional state uh and that was like 2016 and i got signed in neotech through uh actually at the proton part as i go to there was a um the person who runs that or one of the people who run that um like does like the mailing list for all the Proton labels? They send out like this big promo pool thing. So they were able to get me on that, and that's helped me sign a few of these tracks. So uh, yeah, the Lost Translation Slayer. How do you even say the title of that Slayer? It <laughs> it's some that 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 one. It came right after Lost Translation in the mix. that took the fourth track in there, and the. Yeah, that one was some Wikipedia article I found where I just go through a rabbit hole and just find some cool stuff on Wikipedia. It was titled it after that. Um, it's like this, like, uh, type of liquid crystal uh, shape that appears in, like... It's like this really weird science term. <laughs> I don't know, man.
3: No, dude, but, uh, I, I love listening
2: cool- to that. I'm going to get <laughs> the Yeah, that one ended up the scientists abuse, which, uh... I actually sent that directly to them. It's, I was surprised. Uh, it's a label I've been following for a long time, so I was really uh, you know, remember I had that one. That was like a second track I got signed. like, okay, this could actually go somewhere, you know? Like, uh, labels I actually you know, have heard of uh, want to release my music, so that's interesting. You know, I think that was like the first time a label I'd, that I knew ahead of time wanted to release my thing. Otherwise, it's just stuff off the promo pool I hadn't heard of before, but, you know,
3: they had interesting stuff, so... Um, no, dude, that's ultra badass. Um, so let's jump into, like, your process, like, as a producer. So you're staring at a blank slate on the DAW, like, mm-hmm. um, like, what what do you start with normally? Do you pick out a mel- melody and then go from there? Or, like, start with the drums first? What do, you, what do you, you know, what's your process? Yeah, for
2: this project, it's more been usually melodically based because it's a very melody-heavy Project. I usually start with that melody first. Uh-huh. Um, I'm usually like, I have some idea for a weird. If I want to play around with a synth or something, maybe I got some new VST or something. I'm just kind of playing around with sounds and then come up with something melodic. I'm like, okay, this could be, I don't know, a tech track or something. This could be a, a house track, you know? And then just kind of build it from there. Uh, i
1: basically like, like to get down to the bare terms of it.
2: I like turn up the the main melodic ideas, and then like sort of basic bone beat, and then I'll uh, export that to my phone so I can work on it on iMachine, uh, the Native instrument app, and then like add more beats to it there, and then put it back into the computer. Um, nice. And then usually by that point, I have like a rough arrangement, just start arranging and filling the gaps from there.
3: So. Under this moniker, Irreversible, like, what's your go-to VST that's in fucking every project that you open up?
2: There's a few. There's a few that uh, I've been using in everything. Um, Almost all my bass lines come from this free VST called Locomotive. Um, It's like a, I think like an SH-101 clone or something. Uh, It's sort of movie sounding. But uh, almost yeah, all my bass lines come from it. It can get really heavy and it has just solid waveforms. And it doesn't like do crazy sounds, but like the waveforms are solid. It just makes good bass. Things um, that for a lot. I think that's the, the lead line in Ness and that, That's like the last track in that mix. Um, I really like the distorted bleed that builds throughout the track. That's all like different, three different instances of locomotive
3: run through some distortion, I think. So that, that thing, goes, I get used everywhere. Interesting. We have been playing
2: probably? around the new Ableton. Web. Yeah, I think it's spelled L-O-K-O, uh, I can look it up right now. I'm literally looking at Ableton right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just messing around with something. Yeah, L-O-K-O-M-O-T-I-V is what that one is. It's just free. Um, you can just Google it. You should be able to find it. So that that's a pretty cool one. Yeah, uh, and lately I've been playing Ableton Wave label and getting some interesting sounds um, through that, And experimenting with uh, new like aesthetics using wave tables and uh, more bass-driven sounds lately.
3: So yeah, when it first came out, I was like a little skeptical behind it because I'm like, well, fucking Serum is there, but. It's actually yeah. pretty pretty versatile, as always with fucking all of the stock plugins. Once you start to like dive deep into them, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I feel like Serum is like a little bit better at like dubstep monster growls. Yeah. thing. Like it has more ways for that, but the Ableton waves table is like I feel like the ways are laid out more logically. Like I can find what I'm looking for quicker that way in that. And also, it's really good at like leads and textures and atmospheres and stuff like that. Like, it gets a really crystalline kind of sounds. Yeah.
3: Like, um, that's like sort of glassy textures and stuff like that. So, that's been uh, a lot of complaining about that lately. So, um, I know we're talking about Ableton. Um, is that, like, your favorite, like, go-to DAW? Have you had any experience with other DAWs? Um, i ask every producer this. Like, do you think the DAW creates the beat itself, or is it more so just a, a tool or a platform?
2: I mean, yeah, I've used Ableton since I started producing, really, in a DAW at least. I uh, ended up taking an online course after I got out of high school to learn how to produce, and they taught Ableton. So that's what I learned with. Um, but I felt like you, you know whatever you use, it's all gonna in the end after you spend the time with it, it will be the same as anything else. Basically, it's more about like the workflow of it is different in HDW. Yeah. But like you learn, you learn how to use your tools in whatever way you learn it. You know. Uh, the thing I like about Ableton is the actual live stuff gives it a lot of like options to do sort of more modular type things. You're routing LFOs to stuff throughout the project and things like that. You can get a lot of uh, kind of weird experiments going on in Ableton. And then the uh, session view obviously has, like, really good sketching abilities. So that's just how it works for me. But, like, yeah, any dog is fine, honestly, in the end. You know, you could be using... I know people who still use, like, trackers and make, you know, really cool stuff with trackers.
3: You know, like, I been, mean, this is, like, how do you make it this? I don't know, but... <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, shit. No, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, I've been, like, kind of leaning more towards, like, incorporating hardware into the doll, just, like, as a multi-tracker for the most part and just fucking around with, like, you know, hardware effects. Yeah, I was thinking about... Like, the thing I like about hardware a lot
2: is the, uh, you have all these knobs that so you can just, like, tweak and... Uh, you can just kind of use that to kind of stuff to a grid, you know? Like, they're sort of a, um, you end up working in things in blocks in the very formulaic, but hardware doesn't have that kind of structure to it. It can go sideways a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, I have some experimental projects I've been playing with lately. that's using more hardware, and it's a lot more like, out there. You can, uh, that's, you just kind of like,
3: break it in ways that you wouldn't be able to in the in computer. <laughs> nah, dude, for the real. Thing is, uh, if a computer
2: breaks, it just crashes on you. But if your hardware breaks, it could make some new sound you've never heard of before, you know?
3: Definitely. Um, so as far as, like, the irreversible project, like, what, what do you got going on in the future, um, like, project-wise? Are you signing stuff to different labels? Are you still continuing that? Um, like what? What's going on for you? What's twenty twenty looking like? I know we're all in yeah. quarantine and shit, so
2: yeah. But um, honestly, I've been doing a lot of say, uh, online mixes. I've been working on a bunch of mix dates, like this one, for example, uh, and there's a couple others I got coming up soon. Um, I've yet to finalize like release dates on all that, but there's a couple I've been working on. So um, there's a lot of those opportunities opening up. So just you know, trying to take advantage of that. And then, yeah, I recently signed Anessa uh, Lovata to Neotech. That isn't out yet, but they're working on some remixes of that, so that should be coming out sometime this year. Nice. And I'm working on, right now, signing, uh, what's the name of that? I keep on wanting to call it the wrong thing, Firewalk, my newest uh, track. And the, the one I played in this mix is the original mix of it. There's also a deeper dub mix hey. of that I made. Uh, and that one, I played that one out at, uh, Industry Alley, um, like, last month. So you can go, uh, there's a mix on, Mixcloud mix cloud where I'm playing that track. Um, but yeah, I'm looking on releasing those two. I'm currently discussing a couple of contracts, figuring out what label's gonna work for that. Bad ass. Uh, so, yeah, I'm working on some other stuff, but, um... Right now, just kind of working on releasing those, and then I've got... I'm working on stuff for my other projects, too, so that's kind of my main production focus for now, but I'm sure i got plenty of quarantine time coming up, it feels like, so... Yeah, I'll dude... I'll get back to your virtual pretty
1: soon, I think.
3: Yeah, dude, I just heard that they extended y'all's shit until, like, May 20th or something like that out yeah. there in Texas. Like, fuck, man. That sucks so much. Yeah, but, uh... You know... Uh not much you can do about it at this point you just gotta roll with the punches for
1: sure yeah
2: stay informed and just make the best of the situation there's a lot of like offers right now like soundcloud is offering stuff in twitch and a lot of like free offers people are giving away uh, free vsts like free three months of service to stuff and so kind of take advantage of those and stuff like that see if i can get some good um, marketing stuff happening soon maybe
3: Oh, no, I dude, I've, like that. I've definitely been on top of that. I think, like, Moog and Korg, they released some apps on the oh, iPad. Yeah. I scooped those. Um, I don't know if you found, but Cherry Audio just released their, uh, their modular. Um, it's like a VST that has, like, 130, like, different modular presets and shit. I downloaded that, and it's fucking insane. It's almost as good as VCV. Um, but I just I think the user interface is like a little bit better on that one. I'd check that out for sure. Yeah, I might check
1: that out. Just send
3: that to me. Yeah, that good. I'll definitely <laughs> send that to you. Um, so, another thing I always ask all the producers on here um, if you could give yourself advice like 10 years ago or an up and coming producer uh, that's listening to this episode today, uh, what advice would that be?
2: Oh man, finish things. Like, that's the number one thing I had trouble with for the longest time. It was just, like, I had all these ideas that they would be half-baked and I would abandon them. I would get tired of them because I, I never, like, I would just listen to that loop over and over again and never, like, finish the track. And i just get tired of that loop because I heard it so many times, you know?
3: Yeah, And, like, <laughs> eventually the idea, just, the idea just kept on looping in my head, too, and just I just got tired of it.
1: It's, like, those ideas are good. You just need to finish them before
2: you get tired of them, <laughs> like,
3: Dude, I um, I fucking deleted so many projects just because, like, uh, it's it's depressing. But I know exactly what you mean, man. Like for real. Yeah. And like, I struggle with like adult
1: ADHD a bunch, and uh, sort of realizing that and like working with that,
2: it's taken a long time. But like, um, getting to a point where you're able to, like, function and like get things done instead of like literally last night I spent nine hours playing Minecraft. I'm like, okay, cool. So that's a game I'm never gonna play again unless <laughs> I need to stay awake for nine hours. Got it.
3: Like <laughs> Yeah, no nah, dude. Apex uh, dude, is my like that. Yeah, Apex is my guilty pleasure right now. I'm like fuck Oh
2: man.
3: Yo, um, so where can everyone find the Irreversible Project on social medias? What are your uh, at symbols and things like that? Yeah,
2: on most sites, it's Irreversible Progress. Um, but on Twitter, it's Irreversible PWT just because that title is too long for Twitter. So, uh, But yeah, so SoundCloud, Mixcloud, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not using... All of them that much yet so I'm wanting to step that up pretty soon so I have some ideas for some really interesting posts on those sites actually I'm really kinda going to kind of go into the hypnotic angle of it and maybe do like learn how to do a little bit of hypnosis and do some like a little bit of a session with like a hypnotic spiral and some music in the background
3: something like that you know that's badass Uh, could be interesting so, like Instagram for sure
2: is going to be the place to check out once I like have content on it <laughs>
3: Yeah, dude, I've been trying to figure out like, I don't know if I like want to go to Periscope because you know Facebook just zucks everything that you try and do, even your own okay. shit. So, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the best. Uh, I got pretty much all the equipment. I just don't know what the best platform to use is right now for like streaming. Hell, we could like live stream podcasts or even like live stream yeah. mixes. I just I've been procrastinating on that shit, honestly.
2: Yeah, I'm looking into the Twitch, maybe. I'm not sure. That's something I'm worried about, too. But I'm figuring it out over the next few weeks, I'm sure, over the month or so.
3: Tight. And, uh, yeah. That's definitely something I'm looking
2: into, too. I mean, everybody is doing it right now. But, uh, it just means you got to come up with a more interesting way of doing it. Isn't that shit crazy? Aren't
3: doing it. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Because, like... Uh, shit, even just a year ago to this day, you see somebody go live, you might watch them for a little bit, but now you see someone go live, and they're, I mean, every live stream, there's at least 10 to 15 people watching, so people are definitely, like, stuck at the fucking house, bored, so Mm -hmm. now's the time to get that shit out there, definitely.
1: I heard there was a
2: a guy in Italy that's doing a world record DJ um, set. He's been playing for 14 days straight streaming (laughs) the whole thing. I'm like, yo. I did, like, seven or eight once under this project and I I want to
0: go longer. I want to do, like, 12 and 24 and
2: stuff, but 14 days, how
3: do you, like, survive that? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. How does your brain even function (laughs) after a while? Like, nah, dude, I'm I'm good. Maybe. I think the best you could probably get out of me is, like, three hours, bro, and then I'm like, all right, cool. Let somebody else have it. (laughs) Like, shit. I
2: feel like once you get into, after, like, two hours, things start to get really interesting. I feels like once you reach, like, the five-hour mark, especially, you can play literally anything, and it's the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> I don't know what it is. There's, like, some magic to it. But, like, you're trying the least. You're not even, like, doing anything. You literally just finish one song and play the next song. Yeah. Like, on the album. And you're like, like
1: oh! You
2: play the, album. the next song, on the album, just hit, hit play on that. And then people are just like, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: real it's shit, man. Oh. on can uh, really be some of the most rewarding
2: experiences, but they take a toll on your body, you know? You gotta be prepared for
3: them. Yeah. Nah, dude, I, I want to definitely give it a go. I um I played Quasar Festival back there in uh, Dallas and shit, and I did three sets, um, and that was pretty grueling itself, man, honestly, just having to do multiple sets at one festival. I was like, all right, this is a little much. Oh,
2: man. Uh, I got... The more so, so I've been going to a lot of furry conventions and DJing those. Uh, not so much. I do a little bit of irreversible there, you know, late night stuff, but yeah. it's more under my other alias, uh, Robert Wolfman, or Axel, the furry name I have. But it's just it's not a different music project; it's just a different name, you know. Yeah. But anyways, like uh, last year, I think I played ten sets over three days. Jesus. It was like fifteen hours of DJing or something. I don't remember, and then this year I did like five, and I was actually hosting my own event, like with like a 200 people at it, and I still played five sets during that. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that stuff like drains you for the rest of the year. Like I was watching the
3: entire. Feel <laughs> like I'm good. After doing that, call me next year. Shit.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, yeah, man, Robert. Yeah.
2: Uh, what did Luna plays. Uh, me
3: and Luna have been going to back to back sets and those are just wild. Dude, I can't I, can, I cannot sets. fucking keep up with Luna. I'm like, all right, bro, y i am like alright bro I get it. <laughs> I get it. You can you're a master. He's like, You you good? I'm like, no, I'm I'm going home. I'm hungry. I'm fucking hungry. Nah, dude, oh, if you're tiring him out, then you got some shit going for sure, dude. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole different project the
2: the Holder Rover Wolf and stuff. I've been more DJing there if I'm working on EP and bass music.
3: maybe I get back on here when that thing's done... Bro, no, dude, I want all your projects on here. That's what this shit about. Um, Like I said, like, me and Luna, dude, we started this just talking about it, like, you know, in a fucking room. We're like, hey, let's make a podcast. Now we got fucking, you know, from Dallas, and now we're here, like, internationally and globally and shit. So, like, whatever you got, whoever you want to recommend... Um, like, send them out here for sure. I don't know if you oh, got anybody you. Oh, in mind yeah, right I now.
2: Yeah, I, I got some people off there and do some, uh, at right
3: <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, um, are, are the people in Dallas or... Cause... Uh, yeah,
1: most people. I mean, I know people in yes. the community know people all
3: awesome. over. Awesome. But,
2: like, there's also some Dallas people that are
3: pretty cool, too. Yeah, dude, I've been, like, yeah. I've been trying to get, like, every single, like, Texas artist on here because that's where we started and like, there, I don't know. I feel like for a second there, it kind of got tapped out, but then I don't know, everyone just started appearing yeah. again. So like, whoever you got in yeah. Texas, please throw yeah, them my way that. for like, sure. all of a
1: sudden, things just
2: popping up again. Except for right now, all of a sudden, they are just percolating for a second and then they're like, okay, no more shows for the rest of
3: the year. Bro, okay. killing me. <laughs> <It's just happening. laughs> they're like, stay your ass at home, get your shit together, we'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah. now I'm hoping but that there's some like festivals
2: grinding on their production now they're gonna come out with some hot new sound no one's ever
3: heard before. Dude, I talked to a couple people and they were like, yeah, I'm trying to grind, but I fucking get stuck on this same goddamn fucking, like everyone's like more so kind of in like the sound design, like really fucking around experimenting phase. And I'm appreciating that. Cause like you said, there is going to be some shit we haven't heard before. Even the shit like before this, like I feel like we're definitely at a head right now in production and It's really going to get, like, super intense in the next year or so, for sure.
2: Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see, like, this thing's going to change everything, you know? Like, politically, economically, and then, like, musically, creatively, it'll be really interesting to see what comes out in the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of excited for it, honestly, you know? I think I feel like everybody's like, as soon as we can go back out to parties again, man, those <laughs> parties, though.
3: So... <laughs> yeah, no, dude, people are just fucking waiting on it for sure, man. And it's funny yeah. because now everyone's, like, stuck in the house, and what are they turning to? Fucking artists, yeah. you know what I mean? So... Yeah,
2: they're realizing how much they like these things. Like, they're really, like, appreciation
1: for artists and also, like, food workers and, you know... <laughs> Yeah. Workers like that. All that stuff is like the appreciation is really growing. So, uh,
3: give some support back to people that really have been needing it for a long time. Honestly. Nah, for sure, man. Um, so yeah, I won't take any much more of your time, bro. Um, I'll let you go ahead and say your last words to the people, and then I'll let you get back to producing, fucking playing Minecraft for seven years, whatever you want to yeah. do. Um, <laughs> any last words, bro?
2: Yeah, just uh, stay focused and, like, stay on it. Uh, Stay creative, you know? Think differently. Uh, Don't do what anyone else is doing. Just, like, do the opposite of what else
3: is doing, you know? Fuck yeah. Wise fucking words from Robert. (laughs) Yo, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. Um just i don't know dude this has really been like just a weird thing like having all these artists on the show getting different perspectives so like seriously i really appreciate you being on the show man okay Okay. yo so there you have it third coast space radio season two episode 12 be sure to follow these artists on their respective social medias. Thank you guys so much for listening. Give us a like, give us a share. Appreciate it. Wear your fucking masks. Six feet, bitches. Peace. Black.